I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, August 11th. I hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio. 95.9 FM uh, is our local station here in Roanoke Rapids and the surrounding area. Uh, we've got folks listening today on our radio app. You say, what is an app? Well, if you have a smartphone or if you have a, a tablet or a device like that, you can uh, download apps. And we have our own radio app that you can use that really with just the click of a button, you can bring it up and it'll, it'll come up live. So if you click that app at noon on Monday through Friday, uh, Eastern time, then it would be playing here, the Winning Side broadcast. And uh, so we've got the folks listening on the radio app, um, which is uh, online. We've got the uh, podcast, those listening on the podcast. So what's a podcast? Well, a podcast is we take every episode of the Winning Side and it's, it's kind of its own uh, it's its own time slot, it's its own segment, it's its own program, and you can go and you can listen to those at any time. Uh, one of the things I've told you before about the podcast is if you go back and listen to a podcast, you can actually speed it up or you can slow it down. Now, some people, you can speed up and still get it. If you speed it up when I'm talking, I'm not sure. It may be a little too fast for you, uh, but that's another option. You can go back and listen uh, at your own pace, and if you get behind, that's fine, or if you don't have time on a particular day. Uh, then we have folks that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, and the beauty with those is they are live, uh, but also you can go back later and you can watch. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can comment uh, you can share it. And so we appreciate all of our listeners and those who are watching and tuning in today. I hope you're having a good day on this Friday. I think it's going to be a little warm today, and I think it's going to get warmer these next few days. Uh, it is August, and it's feeling like it. We had a little break yesterday with the rain, uh, but uh, I hope you've had a great week. I can't believe it's Friday. I'm thankful for all that God has done. Looking forward to a great weekend. Sunday is back to school Sunday here at Victory Baptist Church. We've got some very special things uh, planned for all of the teachers uh, that'll be uh, in the services for all the, uh, the back-to-school students. Uh, we've got a special presentation we're going to make with our bus ministry. And uh, it's going to be a great day Sunday. You don't want to miss it. And then, of course, Monday, VCA, Victory Christian Academy, starts back. This is our third year. And uh, to God be the glory. We've had some schools started this past Monday. We're starting this coming Monday. Then we've got more schools starting on the 21st. And then we've got a few that are starting on the 28th. So about four Mondays in a row. Uh, we've got some different schools starting. And of course, colleges uh, are getting ready to start back. I think this weekend and next, I think, are the two big weekends for colleges. Uh, but I hope you be in prayer for a great school year and uh, be much in prayer for all of our students and uh, teachers. 
We look forward to a great day Sunday. I mentioned that. We're looking forward to tonight. We have our parent orientation for the school, and that's here in our auditorium at 6 o'clock. We're looking forward to that. And then afterwards, uh, some of the parents will go by the school and get to see the, 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 the classrooms, meet the teachers, and it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to that. A happy birthday today to Colby Dill. Uh, happy birthday today to Jackie Glover. A happy birthday to Murtis Hall, and a happy birthday to Eddie Hood Jr. Hope you folks have a great day today, and then a happy anniversary to Don and Linda Brown, and happy anniversary to Jody and Jenny Jones today. Hope you have a great day. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, a very happy birthday uh, to Cindy Jones. Hope you have a great day tomorrow and a happy birthday. I've mentioned already our church and services, but let's be much in prayer for our church. Uh, we're excited about our new assistant pastor that's coming uh, next week, next Thursday, so a week ago yesterday. And then uh, the following week, our other assistant pastor, Brother Daniel, uh, Brother David's coming next week, Brother Daniel's coming the following week, and uh, we're very excited about that. Let's pray for our church, pray for our staff. Uh, we've got some new teachers at the school this year. Let's be much in prayer for all of the teachers, especially the new ones. Uh, let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for our church members, those that are sick, uh, those that uh, have lost loved ones, those that are waiting on test results, those getting ready to go into tests, and uh, of course, just the waiting. Uh, let's be much in prayer for those, and let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song, and then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11. Uh, here's a great song by the Williams family, and what a blessing they've been to us. They've been at our church now, I think, twice, and I need to get them back. I need to get them on the schedule for next year. But here's a great song. It says, He is really all that matters. Hope you'll enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. Thing. 
Amen. That's a great song. That was a short song. I was telling Brother Nathan right before the broadcast, I said, well, that's a short song, but it's a good one. And uh, he said, well, is it okay if we play it or should we play something longer? And I said, oh, no. I said, that's a good one. We've got to hear that. And you know, that is so, so true. Of course, we know it. We, we try not to play songs on the radio that are not true. Um, but that's such a great song. I was preaching Wednesday night and Brother uh, Nathan and Miss Grace, they were in the, the Teens on Target. And of course, we had all the Summer Kids Club ministries were out. But uh, I was preaching from Revelation 18. I finished up that chapter on Wednesday. And you know, in Revelation 18, it talks about the fall of Babylon. And, and Babylon there is a picture of the, the world system that is uh, in power under the Antichrist. And it's, it's the, the political system and the economic system. And it's so amazing in Revelation 18, it talks about all the things that matter to people. And it goes through a long list of, of, of stuff. It talks about spices and it talks about uh, oils and it talks about the wood and it talks about the gold and the silver and all the possessions. It talks about the merchants, how that they wept because they didn't have anybody to sell their merchandise to. It talks about the shipmasters who are out at sea and they, they watch the destruction of Babylon and uh, they've got all these goods on these ships. And now they're worthless because there's nobody to buy them. And I was talking about in the Bible study Wednesday night, I was talking about how that as, as God's people, if we're not careful, we can become very materialistic in this world. Uh, we can become just so wrapped up with stuff. And one of these days, everything uh, that is temporal is going to burn up. Uh, the Bible says that, that one day the earth uh, will melt with a fervent heat. Uh, the, and I, again, I'm not trying to downplay uh, hard work. You ought to work hard. You ought to save. Uh, you ought to be a good steward of the things that you have. And by the way, uh, with the things that God has given you, be a giver and, and help others and be a blessing to others and use what you have for God's glory and for God's honor. I'm not against stuff. If you're listening, you say, well, I have a nice house, so I guess I'm a bad person. You're not a bad person. Uh, we're, we're in danger, though, that the, the things of this earth are the things that control us. Uh, I've said this many times, it's okay to have stuff. It's not okay for stuff to have you. It's not okay for the things of this world to take control of your life. And so we're talking about that Wednesday night, but uh, you can't live for stuff. And, and Jesus Christ is all that really matters. Uh, the Bible, the Word of God, uh, heaven, things that are eternal souls, souls being saved and, and, and lives being changed for eternity. That is what really matters. And the Bible says we need to be careful as Christians that we set our affection on things above, not on things on this earth. Because 1 John reminds us that the world passeth away and the lust thereof, the desire for those things, that's going to pass away. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And uh, I, I mentioned this Wednesday night. I don't know who, who said it. I don't know who to give credit to. But someone very wisely said, we should live for things that outlive us. Think about that. Most of what we are so worried about is, is, is a possession that in 20 years from now, it's going to be junk. Or 50 years from now, you won't even care about it. Um, I've said this before. You go to the junkyard. And uh, I think it was my father-in-law that told that story, but talked about uh, going to the junkyard and, and, uh, and, and his father, and maybe it was my father-in-law who, who was there, but he gave the illustration about a, a son going with his father to a junkyard. 
and they found a, a car that was just, it was junk. It had been sitting for years. It was rusted. It, it wouldn't run, I guarantee you that. And that, that father said to his son, he said, son, that car 50 years ago was someone's pride and joy. That was someone's uh, life. That was something that they lived for. They, they paid for it. They, they probably shined it and polished it and buffed it and cleaned it and detailed it. And, and that was something that, that that was so important 50 years ago, but look at it now. It's, it's worthless. And friend, I want to remind you, let's live for things that are eternal. Let's look in our Bibles at Genesis 4. We're talking about Abel, uh, who was a hero of faith in this chapter. And uh, Hebrews 11 is the story of Abel. We go back to Genesis 4 to see what was it that made Abel a man of great faith. Number one, we said he was serious about doing it God's way. Cain wanted to do it his own way. Abel wanted to do it God's way. Let's get serious about doing it God's way. Number two, Abel was willing to sacrifice. He was willing to give to God not just something good, but he was willing to give God the best. And I hope today, I hope we're willing to give God our best. Give God the best uh, hours of your day. Give God the best day of your week. Give God the best years of your life. Give God the best when it comes to your income and, and your finances and, and your treasure. And give God the best of your passion. Uh, you know how it is sometimes. You, you've had a long day. And at the very end of the day, you kind of give somebody your leftovers. You know, you give your kids, oh, I'm just so worn out. I'm so tired. I don't, I don't feel like doing anything. And I understand we have days like that. Uh, but, but give God the best. And by the way, your family deserves your best too. But give God your best. Uh, Abel was willing to sacrifice. Number three, and we won't finish this today, but I want you to see that Abel was set apart from the world. The Bible says that Abel was a righteous man. The Bible says in verse number uh, four of chapter 11 in Hebrews, by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. What a testimony. God said, when I see Abel, I see a man who is righteous. Um, you know, it's one thing if a coworker says, wow, there's a righteous person. It's one thing if a family member says, wow, there's a righteous person. But when God says it about you, what an amazing, remarkable testimony. Jesus said in Matthew 23, he spoke of the blood of righteous Abel. He used that word righteous to describe Abel's life. And then in Luke 11, verses 50 and 51, Jesus referred to Abel as the first of the Old Testament prophets. Isn't that interesting? When people start listing prophets, we usually don't think about Abel. We usually think about Elijah, or we think about Isaiah, or we think about Jeremiah. But God said that Abel was the first of the Old Testament prophets. Can I tell you, Abel was set apart. He was righteous. He was different from the world. And God is looking for those of us today to be different, to be set apart from the world. I understand our righteousness does not come from ourselves. The Bible says that our righteousness comes from Jesus Christ. He is our righteousness. But we ought to every day, we ought to make it a point. We ought to make it a practice to say, I want to be more like Jesus today. I want to be less like the world. Hebrew, uh, excuse me, Psalm 11, verse 3, the Bible says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You know what we have to do as righteous people? We need to keep on doing what's right. We need to keep on doing what God has told us to do. We need to stay faithful to that which God has called us to do. 
Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. How is your desire? How is your appetite for righteousness? I hope it's there. I hope you have an appetite for that which is right. Matthew 6, 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 1 Timothy 6, 11, Paul admonished Timothy, his son in the faith. He said, O thou man of God, follow after righteousness. You know, we follow after a lot of things and we set our sights on a lot of things. But today, let's follow after that which is right, that which is holy, that which is godly, that which is pure. 2 Timothy 3, 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You say, Pastor, how can I live righteous? How can I do what's right? By, by seeking after the Word of God, it instructs us in righteousness. In 2 Timothy 4, 8, I love this verse. Paul said, henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. How do you get a crown of righteousness? You get a crown of righteousness because you've lived a life that is righteous and a life that is holy and a life that is pleasing to God. Can I tell you, we need a generation of people that will be righteous. Yes, Abel. He was righteous. He, he was a man that God identified as a man of faith. And that faith influenced him to live a life that was righteous and holy before God. And may we live the same. May we do the same. And I hope that'll help you on this Friday uh, to do what's right and to be righteous in the sight of God. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.